0: Is this something we create by thinking positively about ourselves, by making a mood of it, or by having the intention? Dr. Nader shares what self-love really is and how we can experience it in a very authentic, profound way. Having self-love is an important foundation for our growth and healing. In order for our heart to be whole, we first have to discover who we really are. It's easy to allow others to define us, who we are, and what we will become. Rather than believe these judgments placed upon us and live them, Dr. Nader explains the steps of how to love ourselves and live our truth.
1: Love is a powerful force in life, a powerful force in nature that binds things, that puts things together, that brings differences to come together and create a wholeness which is more than the sum of its parts. But when we come to a personal situation, two individuals who love each other, sometimes this love is momentary, it's temporary, because if it is based on certain needs of the time, needs of situations and circumstances, then these two individuals will come together for a while, and then they will separate. Sometimes when we talk about love, people feel it's the love of romance that we hear about in the stories, in the epics of eternal love. And you go to the definitions of love where you have two souls that have been separated, and suddenly they are reborn on earth, and they are looking for each other, and then when they find each other, they become one unit, and this way they have the fulfillment and they live life together in happiness and growth and beautiful fulfillment. So that is also a very inspiring kind of love. Now, these are very high ideals, very beautiful aspects of love and loving. But love is not just that. And if we expect it to be that and to be that all the time, we ultimately can come to either a state of disappointment, or we have to do something so that we can become able to live such a level of love and to experience such a reality of love. The love that never fades, the love that braves all difficulties and doesn't stop even with death. The love of books of Romeo and Juliet that go through all of these difficulties and then even transcend life So that their love is immortal, their love we talk about today, even while in principle, as the story goes, their physical being has disappeared. There is a way to reach a love that is immortal. But let us think of love not only as being that. Because if we attach ourselves to that alone, while we are not ready for it, while we are not prepared for it, while we have not matured for it, then we are bound to find disappointments. So let's analyze it and dissect it and unpack it. Love can be a moment of appreciation. You meet somebody and you're talking to them. It's a nice evening. You are feeling in some kind of mood. They are feeling in a similar mood. And there is a swelling of the heart. And there is a moment where we feel it's a moment of love it's a moment maybe of attraction, it's a moment of liking. But liking and attraction are also bringing two individuals together. So in essence, according to our definition of what love is, that is also love, and that is true love, but momentary, temporary maybe, because situations can change and one has to move on, and life makes us move on. So do we regret it? Do we say it was not true love? Do we say it was not worth it? No, it is. It's a moment of life. Life is not just a continuous reality. In fact, life is lived through moments. There can be moments of happiness, there can be moments of love, there can be moments of joy, there can be moments of deception, disappointment. But these are moments. And if we stop on the moments in our life, then we don't move on so we have even to accept that love can change that love can grow that love can stop in terms of feeling although these moments will always be there they are eternal and they never go because we live them but this special unity between these two special individuals might have lasted an evening, might have lasted a day, might have lasted a week, might have lasted longer. We tend to say this is not true love, but it is. It could be. It could have been. And we don't want to be stuck with love eternal necessarily, as long as we are not able ourselves to really be on the level of that love eternal. So the responsibility and our desire to live love eternal and love immortal starts really with us, with our individuality, with our being, with our self. It starts with loving who we are, understanding who we are, and loving that reality as much as our intellect, our heart, our feelings, our being can allow us. In this context, to love oneself Depends on how much we are able to see ourselves, how much we are able to define ourselves in its fullness. If we see ourselves in a small box of individuality, of name, of nation, of structure, of qualities, shortcomings, difficulties, abilities, but also lack of certain things, someday we are not really beautiful, we look at the mirror, we woke up, we're tired, and we look at ourselves and we say, I don't like this. And some other time we are happy, we have done some nice things, we have rested well. We look at ourselves and feel, oh, am I not great? I can love myself under these circumstances. What we are loving is, in this case, not truly ourself. We are loving an image, an expression of ourself, which is on a surface level only. To truly understand ourselves and love ourselves, we have to go back to our deep self. What are we in essence? What are we independently of the changing situations and circumstances? What happened to the individual? What happened to us? Who are we? Are we such changing things? This is where know thyself becomes a wonderful prescription for love, a wonderful prescriptions for happiness, for intelligence and knowledge and growth. Love thyself by knowing thyself. You cannot love thyself without knowing thyself. How to know oneself? There is a way to dive deeper into our being and discover ourselves and discover who we are and then be able to truly love reality, not love illusion. Otherwise we are loving just something which we don't know, something we can imagine, that one day we see it through this angle, another day we see it through another angle, and therefore one day we love it, one day we don't love it. That is not loving reality, that is loving change and illusion, and therefore situations and circumstances are our master, they kick us around like a football being kicked around in life or in nature by situations that change, by circumstances that are modified here and there. So, to be able to love ourselves, we have first to know ourselves. And we don't want to depend on these outer little things that can change. Our self is something much deeper, is something deep within us. It's a reality deep within our being. And when we experience ourselves on the surface level, it's like being on the surface of an ocean, experiencing the waves tossing us around. That's how much we know from ourselves, usually. We know ourselves on the surface level. The ocean is not just that, the ocean is vast. That is the reality of our mind, our intellect, our ego, our true self. It's very vast, and what we can do is close the eyes and go deeper into ourself. And there is a technology for that. It's not something like, how do I do it intellectually? Let me close the eyes and try to find myself. Let me try to find what I am and try to think about it. And when you do that, suddenly your mind goes into thoughts and you start have feelings and impressions and memories and you cannot get in touch with yourself because you're always being bounced around by memories, by thoughts, by things, by desires, by fears, by problems. There is a technique which allows us to close the eyes and actually allow the mind to dive deeper into the self. And deeper and deeper we go, the more we are really discovering who we truly are. It's like diving deep into the ocean by experiencing the deeper levels of the ocean we are experiencing the true dimension of ourselves not just the surface but deeper and deeper and deeper levels and our mind is like this and our self is like this it has that thickness that dimension we know the surface now we are going to dive in and know the depths and the deeper we go the deeper we know who we are the more we know our dimension ultimately there is a place to go one asks as i keep diving deeper where will i end is this ocean limitless or does it have a bottom and this ocean does have an end it has a bottom the bottom of that ocean is our true self in physics and modern science they describe it as a field a field a unified field of natural law which becomes the electromagnetic field and the gravitational field and then becomes the particles and then atoms and the molecules and then the cells, the cells come to become the tissues, the tissues, the organs, the organs become the whole body and then we have an individual and then we have many people and we have society and then we have the whole universe. But all of this starts from a field. A field is not like the field of where you grow corn and wheat and all of that. We're talking about love, so talking about fields may be taking us away, but we have to understand this phenomenon, at least this reality of what the field is in order to understand fully the value of true and infinite and eternal love and how it can be actually lived. So if we track back to the experience of the self, it takes us to... From the surface of the ocean to the depths of the ocean, and the deepest value of the ocean, which is the area we will reach as we are diving deep into the self, is that one silent, quiet, unshaken, undisturbed, silent being, which is the unified field, that is itself the source of all outer expression and outer creation. So when we dive into the Self and we experience the Self, there is a point where we reach which we go beyond every expression on the surface, beyond specifics into holistic value, into pure unbounded being, silent and quiet within our own consciousness. We don't fall asleep, we stay awake, And in that infinite wakefulness, we experience what we can call pure being or pure consciousness. That is the true self. That is the self that we are now discovering. And when we discover that self, we find that it is unbounded, it is absolute, it is infinite. And by knowing this, you really are able to love yourself you are really able to understand that wholeness that is within you, that is the Self. Otherwise, one is living on surface values, one is living on individual impressions about what one is, and one builds one's life based on that. And one can never truly, truly love ourself. We are loving impressions, we are loving surface values of reality. I'm always reminded of a wonderful person who used to think of themselves as a criminal, as a bad person, because that's how they were brought up, being told situations and circumstances took them to stress and crime and problems. And this person started to see himself in that particular point of view, in that particular perspective. And they committed crimes, and then they went to prison. When they learned Transcendental Meditation, they started to cry. He started, this one person. And the reason is, he discovered something within himself that is different from what he thought he was. He thought he was chaos, he thought he was agitation, hatred and crime. And he closed his eyes and he was told that he will find himself. And as he settled down and the mind settled down, He discovered some peace, some happiness. He discovered some quietness. He has started to realize that himself is not just that agitated surface, but something that is very profound, that very quiet, very deep within. And then he transformed himself completely. He understood himself in a new fashion. He discovered that he was something more than the surface. And then he was able to love himself. This is an extreme case, of course, one could say. But to what extent all of us are living the same thing, we forget. But we feel okay, we can carry on. We have those limits, we have those qualities, we have those shortcomings. But we carry on, we do the best we can with what we have. And we're not able to fully love ourselves completely because we would have loved to be. A little more handsome, a little more intelligent, a little more capable, a little more skilled in some things. We're always aiming for more. That is the purpose of life, is to grow and expand. So naturally we want more. So how can we want more and are not ourselves more? That's a dilemma. And does it mean that life is going to go along without ever loving ourselves, without ever understanding ourselves? If we keep staying on the outer value, yes, it will go like this, because never the outer will bring us that reality. But if we are just giving a chance to ourselves to go inside and discover who we really are, and find that we are that infinite, unbounded value of pure being, that we are the unified field of natural law, then we will be gloriously in love with ourselves, we'll be passionate with ourselves, we'll be happy with ourselves. And that is what brings fulfillment and happiness. The sense of being in tune with the Self and the sense of the Self being something we can be proud of, something we can be absolutely in love with. And only on that platform can we have the stability of true love, the stability of infinite love. So reality is something illusion is another thing in romance and books and stories love is depicted in its most sublime fashion sometimes and sometimes in its more difficult situations where it creates pain it creates suffering it creates the sense of loss in all of this range of possibilities there is also an extreme possibility where love can lead to crime due to passion can lead to difficulties to lack of intelligence, lack of proper decision, lack of conducting one's life in a proper way. But is that the full love that we want? Is that the true love that we want to experience? Most people say love is not understandable by logic. And sometimes it is not. But our human body, our human subconscious, gets into a situation for different reasons that we have accumulated before, some nice things, some stress, some different aspects that make us who we are, and somehow we find ourselves in a situation where a person can answer to those needs, can help us to achieve ourselves more, can help us to grow, and then we fall in love depending on the outer value, that person. It's a beautiful thing. It's part of life. But if we always depend on that outer reality alone and not grow within ourselves, then that outer reality can change, we can change and we find ourselves in situations where love leads to disappointment. And particularly because we would have had such high idea about what love should be, such amazing ideal of the eternal, infinite, unbounded, immortal love, that we feel, oh, we don't have that, we don't have that, and it's not happening, and we are disappointed. And based on <laughs> these expectations, we have the right to be disappointed because it's not going to happen in the outside. The, the stories and all of that that we hear are beautiful, and they can happen. but. They can only happen when the inside is full, when we are established in pure being, when we are established in our continuity and stability of ourself, and when the person that we love is also in that situation. But once we already are that, then we can love everything and never be disappointed, because our self is unbounded, immortal, non-changing. Because the love of ourself becomes not a selfish, egoistic, self-centered reality, but becomes a love of the universe, a love of everything. Why? Because our self is that. We realize that we are pure being. And we realize furthermore that everything is that reality, that all of life is that. And when all of life is that, Therefore, when we are loving ourselves, actually, we are loving everything. We are with everything. And on that platform of grand dignity of being, grand dignity of love, that is the infinite love of the Self, yet it means the infinite love of everything, because the Self is everything, then love can flow in leaps and unbounded, waves of bliss and happiness and fulfillment where every experience is an experience of love. Every experience is an experience of unity. Every experience is a wave of nature, of creativity, of unboundedness. No matter what the others are and in how many ways they change, and no matter whether they go or come, we are established in that self, anchored in that being, which is their self also, even if they don't know it, and which unifies this them eternally, unboundedly, in an unlimited way, in an immortal way. And there we have the love that can go beyond life, beyond death, beyond living, that is life itself, that is beyond change, that is immortality, infinity and continuity. That is the love we dream about, and that is the love we can achieve. We have to first achieve it in ourselves, and then it becomes a reality in outer living. Otherwise, we remain a football of situations and circumstances. People will change, we will change, disappointments will come, and we are bouncing on the surface of the ocean, not knowing the real depths of who we are and the immensity and huge power that we can experience and give in love and in wholeness. That is true love. That is the reality of, we can say, personal love, individual love, as well as if we want to take it spiritual love and divine love in its fullness.
0: Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.